it's another tuesday evening it's time for us to have some proper technology conversations this is city trends My name is Philippa Sean, and what a program we have lined up for you today. We are going to have a reality check. Thus, today's episode is dubbed the reality check edition. We are doing a bit of reality check in our lives in the tech space in Ghana, and we are touching on two pretty interesting areas within the tech space. The first one has to do with the church and tech. So what are the realities of church management software? Are the churches actually using the software or are they hoping that the software will come to them and give them some relief? The second reality check we're going to have is within the gaming sector in Ghana. The realities of game development in Ghana. And boy oh boy, what an interesting show we have for you today. Joining us on the conversation will be Nana Prempe, who is a co-founder and head of payment at Asoriba and of course Dinastu Afedo who is a game developer um, if you have been on Twitter this past weekend um, I'm sure you've come across um, his game he'll be telling us all about that and also be sharing some of the realities of what all of this um, process has been like for him he developed everything himself he's self-taught so lots of lessons for us to pick from him before the end of the conversation but you can also join us with your thoughts on 0549-986-996 the whatsapp number is 0549-986-996 alternatively you can reach us on twitter using the hashtag c-i-t-i-t-r-e-n-d-s that is city trends hashtag city trends on twitter that's c-i-t-i-t-r-e E-N-D-S. The show is live and interactive, so join in and let's have a great time. In the last couple of days, four days, I should be exact, probably at the weekend, Saturday morning, woke up on Twitter and there was this one particular game that was making the rounds all over. Everybody was talking about it on Twitter. I couldn't get enough of it, um, but everybody was having a good time with that particular app. Um, people talk about um, the fact that they've not seen anything like it within the gaming space in Ghana and the fact that this person was born, bred, trained everything right here in ghana was even the more fascinating bit of uh, of everything um in the studio with me is um the game developer it's a car racing game and um 
It is one that we haven't seen around these parts since whenever, if we have ever. His name is Dinastu Afedo, and um, he's a game developer. He joins us um, for a reality check conversation. He he joins us for a reality check conversation, talking about the realities of game development in Ghana. Dinastu, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure to have you. What was it like, you know, when you put out the game and everybody was reacting the way they were? (laughs) So, uh, you know, the original plan was not to release it until, you know, later in the at the end of the month. Um, the version I released was ready, I think, about two weeks ago. Wow. And, I mean, just put it out. And then it went out. We went to bed. Um, a friend of mine tweeted it out. We woke up Saturday morning and it was everywhere <laughs> i really can't explain what's happening i still can't understand um but yes uh, so far so good it's been it's been it's been a blessing hasn't yes, it? Yes, it, it has. did you what what was it like you know the process of putting this this game together did you have any idea how the reception would be did you think that people would react to it the, the way um, they have? no absolutely not um you know that um having an identity out there has always been important in our part of the world um if you go onto itunes and you're looking for a song from one of our artists you expect there to be some african vibe in it so putting a game on the app store the play store needed to have something done in and i thought like okay if it's racing i mean our trotters and our taxis just put it in there and try and mold you know the environment to fit you know what people can see what people know put in a few landmarks in there and um, put out a game and see how it would do. I absolutely had no idea. I was actually, if, if it was, it, seriously, I almost didn't put it out and I did. And yes, the reception, the response has been amazing. Tell us about the game. What's the name? What do players have to do? Tell us about it. It's RWC. Um, racing RWC stands for road worthy certification <laughs> I know <laughs> I know uh, yes RWC racing uh, volume one and uh, it's just a normal game uh, it starts with a taxi you drive with a taxi then try to complete an event then you move to the next uh, depending on the number of coins that you collect you check to see if the next vehicle available is gonna matches the amount of coins that you have, mm. and then you unlock that and you keep playing and you keep unlocking events and all the way till you complete the game. And it's just that simple. That's that's just been it. I mean, I, I'm tempted to. Uh, what happens at the end of the game? But you know, it's, it's fine. <laughs> we'll play it and figure it out ourselves. How did you get into all of this though? Um, like I mean, the game or into code? No, into the whole gaming mindset okay uh, so i think that development generally it's a grueling and a humbling process mm. uh, i think that at the back of our minds we all think that we have some very great idea we're about to put out to the world mm. and you wake up and you realize that the app idea you had where you wanted to put um, a camera on a hat to walk around town and if it sees uh, a face of someone that you know, it would say hello, wasn't a good idea. And you have to, you know, rethink all of that and say that, okay, with my skill sets, what can I do in this gaming space? I mean, in, in this app development space to, you know, do something that's relevant. And then you think that, well, game is universal. Mm-hmm. People, you know, uh, can relate, people play games. So maybe you go into gaming. 
then you realize that okay um gaming is in c sharp you only know how to code in java so you have to figure out um how to do that and then you do and then whilst you're doing you realize okay what kind of game do i want to develop um then you'd say maybe a racing game is it in two dimension or three dimension uh, when you figure that out, then you have to ask yourself, am I supposed to do it myself or will I ask someone to do the environment and will I put... And then you think, who am I going to ask to do this? Because someone could bring an environment which is small and your game is big and it's looking like Gulliver Travels and it's like, oh, mm. this is not fitting, so you have to figure out to do it yourself. And when all that is done, uh, you know, but, you know, to get to that point, you even have to go into play store to look at the games in that category, the kind of graphics that they have. And gaming... Unfortunately, it's not like music or movies. Music trailer has been out for how many years? It still slaps today. Home Alone, every Christmas we still watch it. But Atari or GameCube, you can't bring those graphics. 2020 has no place for it. So you have to look at it again and then try and get graphics that, you know, um, matches mm. their climate and what 2020 represents in terms of games mm. and try and build something to you know, meet what the demands are today. And then you put it out. And yeah, and I don't know if you check on Play Store. It's actually my full name, Dina Sapado, there. And um, it's literally Asphalt LLC versus Kujovi. Really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, wow. and, and that's how it is. It's, 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 it has to be a solo project because there's really no way around it. I mean, those are like big corporations. People leave homes and say that, honey, I'm going to work and literally go sit behind a PC and it's looking for what to push to game players every day. But we, we can't developing the texture of the grass and, you know, and giving the lighting and things like that and the animations. And you are doing it alone. You know, it's, it's not easy. It's absolutely mm. not. So it's almost as if the odds are against um, you, but the reception over the weekend just, it's, it's reassuring. I mm. think there's there's a lot of, of opportunity and there's hope and yeah. Do you have a team you work with? Um, yes and no. Okay. Okay. So, um, for me, right now, no, I don't. I'm alone. Okay. But in so the wait, beginning, I, I want to understand. Yes, this. Yes. So you literally yes developed all of this by from yourself. Beginning, yes. From the art to the technical bit yes, to yes. Everything. Yes. But but if you look at it very well, you realize that uh, there are certain things that I escaped. <laughs> like, okay. uh, there's no login, you know, so I don't need a server. So I don't need anyone to have to help me do that. Mm. Um, it's not online. So obviously, you know, there's certain things that you can do alone. But in the beginning, I got help from a freelance person okay. to help mold the environment a bit. But afterwards, that was just me. So, and you're saying that you literally built all of this yourself. You learned everything from scratch. I don't have an IT background. I studied business my whole life. So, uh, techn- I started in 2014. Mm. I had my first laptop in 2010. And then my first smartphone two years after that. And then two years after that, I started coding. And yeah. You literally started from scratch? From scratch, from zero. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> and... Would, do you think it would have been easier if you had a team to work with? Um, you see, I, I, I don't think so. Um, it, it's not because I think that I have the capability. It's just that odd hours when to meet, um, especially when this is not your full-time gig, yeah. 
what am I going to make available to do all this? So once this is just you, you know that if I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't sleep, I can just open my laptop and just get back to what I started. Mm. I don't have to call anyone. I don't have to wait on anyone to do anything or say anything to mm. me. So yes. Um, so if this was like a full-time gig, if this was something that I did, yes, maybe having a team would have made things easier. But for me, given where I came from, and I know that, you know, knowing that if you don't have an IT background, it'll be difficult for people who are experts in the field to, you know, take you serious, mm. to even sit down with, you know, with you and have a conversation and actually engage you. So um, I think that the best move for me was for me to have done this alone. Wow, people people have this idea that it's always better to work with a team where different people are taking you know a bit of the burden, so you can focus on the vision of the game. So, would was it more helpful that you probably and I'm I don't know yes. if you're seeing this as the money maker for you or whatever, but do you sometimes feel that probably if you had that sort of idea in mind where this is a money maker for me, this is like a make or break type thing probably would have meant that you would have had to bring in more people so that you could build sort of a business out of it or this is just a passion project just seeing it for work and then you know you, you just decided to go solo with it's it. it's a passion project but it turned out to be something that i was good at mm. uh, if i had a team yes but you see the thing is that because of where tech is in our part of the world there's no guarantee that if you get a group of people and you engage them, this project you're working on is actually going to end up being something that you can look them in the face and say that's okay, we spend this number of time doing this. Mm. I'm paying you this for this time or this is what I feel like you always get to a point and it's almost as if so what next? Right. And you don't know what to tell them. Right. It took me eighteen to twenty two months. So I mean obviously for the team it would have been shorter. Mm. But I guess it was worth it you know the time and everything even though it took away from you know finishing this faster mm. but not having to bear that pressure of you know going at, at your own pace yeah so i went at my own pace and mm. yeah you paid it, off I, I guess it did well i, I mean considering it's, it's, it's just been five or four days so let's let's say that um i'm touching wood uh let's let's see how expensive was it <laughs> Um, uh, I, I think that a fair answer to give is that for something like this, you need to have something. Mm. You, you can't get into development with an empty pocket. No. Mm. Mm. Can you give us a ballpark? I, I <laughs> within it was it within the I don't know the tens of of hundreds of what currency? City. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we are talking dollars here. Ballpark. Yeah. Okay. So let's say I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna be exact. Mm -hmm. Let's say that there are number of zeros, mm. and it's not our currency. <laughs> <laughs> there are number of zeros, and it's not exactly our currency. No, it's not. And you bought all of that by yourself. Yes. That's incredible. A sacrifice to me. Yes, you know, but considering the time I took, yeah. Considering that if it was like a three-month project, obviously there was no way I would have been able to do it. So, <laughs> well, 
Dinasto Afedo yes, is my <laughs> guest in the studio. He's a game developer. Learned everything from scratch on his own. 22 months, he said. 18 to 22 months. Has built a video game that he and all of us are very, very proud of. And it's caught everybody's attention on Twitter. Getting people's attention on their mobile devices. People are playing it and giving him good feedback as well. We're getting into that as well. But it has taken Ghana by storm. RWC um, Racing. Volume 1. Volume 1 is... Is the is the game, and um, you can check it out on the Google Play Store and App Store. and and on the iOS App Store as as well. Listen, I'm getting quite a number of questions, so I'm just going to go through sure, them, sure, sure, sure. and then I'll come to my my questions later. No where where do you see the mobile gaming markets going? I mean, with new payment options, I'm guessing that all of this is going to be is integrated in your game. People buying coins and then you know purchasing new vehicles and things like that. Where do you from where you sit currently from your from your experience because your experience is quite unique where you didn't go to some school where they taught you a b and c and structure and things like you're literally figuring out by yourself as you go along where do you see the gaming industry moving forward um esports has actually taken its hold and its position um the number of people who have their tournaments i have a friend who has his tournament um um, and you can see that people are taking it serious because basically all you have to do is play, just be good at one game, mm. play, and then be good enough, sign up for a tournament, and then if you win, you win whatever the prize is. The only thing now is that for us, I I, I don't know how, um, I don't know how structured esports is for us yet. Mm. I am not. I am not really so much of a gamer. I'm more on the development side. Mm. So on the development side, I think that right now there there's room for improvement. If you look at the games that we've built so far, it it seems as if you know people have an idea as to where they want you know gaming to be and people are you know, putting their thoughts together. Before I came up with mine, I did a bit of a research just to see where games are. Mm. And you see some amazing stuff. I think that, you know, game developers uh, or app developers are very, we are very um, unforgiving of ourselves. Mm. We look at our projects and we don't think that what we've developed is good mm. enough mm. to put out is that, how, is that how you felt yes, at the yes, point? Yes, yes, uh, mm. definitely. This, mm. I mean, really, there's... <laughs> I remember that just before I put it out, uh, Asphalt released um, like a time lapse of their ten year anniversary. <laughs> I was like, dude, wh- what is this what life? What is this life? What is this? <laughs> so um, yeah, I-, I think that we are we are unforgiven, and I think that we are like our biggest critic. Mm. And I'm sure that people have like you know a lot of stuff that they could release, but they probably just questioning it a bit too much, and maybe that's. W- but I know that there 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 is there is. Um, an industry and there's an opportunity there's a market, for there's there a market for it. Alan, Alan sends a message from Tema says RWC Racing the graphics are awesome good job bro there was a Thank lot you. of feedback about the game about yes. local music yes. about um, yes. local scenery yes. and things like that yes. how are you you know taking all of that feedback how is it going to are we going to see a volume 2 how is it going to appear in a volume 2 can you can you talk to us about um, that today I'm releasing 14 updates 
um, based on the feedback that I've received. Wow. Uh, there are certain things that I wanted to include that I took out, but I'm like, okay, fine. Since they're asking, Talib, they're I'm just asking throwing for it, just everything. Right. So, yes, I'm releasing our 14 updates wow. um, and including um, music from some guys that, you know, came. so yes, we will see something based on everything everyone has said and wow. it would look and sound more like we wanted to and yes this is this is this is being seen by a lot of people as our project yes it is like a ghana project exactly and everybody's backing it exactly. to succeed as a ghana project exactly how 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 important is that it really is i it's it's almost as if i i i sort of like you know how finished the game and put it out there and I was like, you know what, let's figure out the way we want the game to go and that is what it looks like is happening. It, it wasn't intentional for me to put it out there to see how um, things would turn out, but that is what it looks like. It's mm -hmm. like, literally, I put the game out there and everyone is figuring out what we need to do for it to look like what we want it to be. Mm -hmm. It's like everyone is throwing in their ideas and we're just putting things together. And so over a period of time, it's going to end up being... Um, the people's game mm. and it will look exactly like we want it to be does it does it worry you sometimes that sometimes we get overly caught up with making a making a product like this look like an example for like you know outside yes instead of having its own unique voice its own unique look its own unique feel does it worry you sometimes i no it doesn't mm. unfortunately unfortunately it's there, there are certain things where back in the day would say that okay the western world uh ahead of us so it will take a bit of time for us to get to it. but when they launch an iphone today we hear about them we get it the same day as far as technology is involved we are certain things that we can't play with we know that we're in competition with the international world and we can't say that we want it to look like us and feel like us without taking into consideration that there are other games that are doing better than us. We need to make sure that even if we can't do as good as they have, there needs to be something that we can rub shoulders with them on. So it doesn't really concern me that, you know, people are always... I think that we have to make sure that... Like, we have to know that our competition is out there. Mm. They are our competition. Mm. And whatever we put out there needs to be close to us good as this. Dominic from University of Ghana says, Hi, Philip. Great discussion with Dinasto. Um, I downloaded it today and I've played three levels already. Well, um, there are updates coming. <laughs> so, be careful. Um, as someone starting to code, kindly ask Dinasto what one should pay attention to the most um, to achieve results within the shortest possible time. Okay, give yourself a project. <laughs> give yourself a project and once you give yourself a project, you don't need to even figure out how to be good in the programming language once you give yourself a project everything you do would lead to you being able to achieve the app that you want to develop so if it's a calculator just know that if you put out even if it's just a copy and paste of code that you do to um, get the calculator you would figure out how to set up your studio you would end up figuring out how to compile your apk or your ipa whatever it is so give yourself a project and follow through with it yeah there's a question here from Paul, Paul Ziem. Paul Ziem is asking, what is the gaming industry here failing at the most? Is it industry associations, lack of training, funding, quality? Uh, I don't, I honestly don't know. Uh, mm. To be honest with you, I don't, 
should I even say it? Do we have a gaming industry? I think that's good we're just question. Up, yeah, I think that we just app developers trying to figure out um, how best to make use of the skills that we have, and gaming happens to be one of it. So it's not like we have, but I think that app developers in general we do have uh, a space. I'm just hoping that the the telcos that organize the app competitions mm. would, you know, I think that they need to sort of make it a bit more attractive and, you know, um, you know, uh, increase the, the the cash prices that they give because people work in teams and sometimes what you know they give compared to what they probably would invest if it was like a single competition. So, I think that for that for those who organize this um, app uh, competitions need to. You know, give us opportunity and invest a lot more into that. And I'm sure that if they do that, they would see amazing things. Let's get into some questions or some comments coming through on Twitter. Um, I'm learning that Dinasto built the entire game from scratch. This coming from Dominic. Um, took him some 18 to 22 months. Wow, that's some vim. Um, that's coming from Dominic. The Stone um, says, Philip, I must say the game is great. I've played it, but my issue I should be my my issue is I should be able to move um, left or right by tilting my device. I'm sure the update can feature that. It, it will feature that. Well, will there you go. That, so. um, please look no, out for no, it no. and let us know how um, <laughs> how that one is working out for you. Um, we've got um, a number of questions as well, but I'll be I'll be coming to those in just a bit. Now, how are you making money? Or oh, sorry, how are you hoping to make money? If because I'm, I'm guessing. The money hasn't started rolling in uh, yet. How, so, apps in general, um, there, there are like I think three different mediums that you can use uh, ads, in-app or partnerships. So I have ads in mind and I have in-app in mind, and those are the those are the two ways options I'm hoping mm. to generate revenue from. So we have to spend on. I mean, it's our project. It's, well, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a Ghana game. Yeah. So Ghanaians have to start spending. On yeah, the but game. I don't want to. This, I don't want this to be a, <laughs> like an emotional manipulation. It'd be like we they do this for tell you. So. Tell you we are doing it for you. <laughs> I mean, this is this is this is anyway. Kojo Kwabena says, please ask Dinasto what programming stack he used to develop the game. The programming stack. No, um, it was Unity. It's it's out there. Unity Engine. That's what I used. Yes. That one we spoke to the folks from Unity sometime last week okay, yeah. um, on 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 one of our on one of our discussions yeah. talking about gaming and developing of the gaming industry across Africa. Sure. So um, yeah, so um, please do send in your messages zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. The number once again is zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Alternatively, you can send us a tweet on our Twitter handle using um, the hashtag C I T I T R E N. D S that is City Trend C I T I T R E N D S. So coming back to this little issue of um, where do you move on from here? Where do you where do you where do you go from here? What happens from? I mean, yes, the updates are going to come. Feedback is going to come. You're going to make it bigger. But like you said from the beginning, this is not this is not. A local competition anymore no, it's not. this is a global competition and whatever you're building here today is going to go at, against atari and everybody else all over the globe nintendo whoever is developing a mobile game that is your competition yes how where how are you going to 
conquer that competition? Um, so I think that we need to, you know, just know that gaming is no longer just a pastime where people just, you know, download it and display for fun. Gaming has a whole different purpose now. Product placement, uh, marketing of music and things like that. Mm. So the future, what needs to happen is um, for this app to become um, a business, to be a product and a service on itself. And basically, I just have to do everything in my capacity to make that happen. And yeah, that's it. Are you looking at bringing on more team members? I mean, considering the fact that there's a lot more work yep. coming, yep. there's a lot more pressure, obviously. Yes. You have a day job, I'm guessing. Yes. Uh, so it would depend on how I'm able to structure my time in. I think that that's the most important thing. And also, like I said, I don't want that to get to a point where I fold my arm and be like, what next? So if I get to a comfortable place, if I know that maybe this project is no longer just mine, if there is a big pocket behind it, maybe, mm. maybe mm. then I know that at this point, I just have to, to get a team on board. In. Sakatu from Italy says, hello, please. I just tuned in. What's the name of the app again and where can I find it? ROWC Racing Volume 1 on App Store and on Google Play Store. Yes. ROWC Racing Volume 1. Volume 1. Many more to come. <laughs> Many more to come. What's What's been the biggest challenge for you in all of this? Uh, just, you know, figuring out what to do. It's Sometimes it can be overwhelming. You have a lot of ideas and you're like, you're not too sure what will work and what won't. It's, and also just trying to figure out the whole game and what you need to do. Because it's like, it's a taxi, a trotro, an abubuya. The, next, the other vehicles, you have to be careful. You have to make sure that you don't end up, you know, putting a bend then. So you drew all of this? Some. Mm. Some some of them, you know, they're templates where you have to, like, manage and stuff mm. like that. Yes. But, you know, so it's... Um, you have to, you know, it's just figuring out what to do. That is that is what um, the challenge has been. Yeah. Well done, Dinasto. Tosa08 is really proud of you. <laughs> That's coming from Slim, from Ashoman SD. What's Tosa? Tema Secondary School. Charlie, big guy. Really <laughs> large guy. Um, got another message. Unfortunately, um, he has deleted the message. But yeah, um, Tosa08 is, is proud of you. Um, yeah, we've taken the message from Sakatu already from Italy. Um, please do keep your messages coming. We're wrapping up with the conversation um, with Dinasto. Uh, WhatsApp number 0549986996. RWC Racing Volume One, Volume 1. available on Android and, of course, on the iOS um, App Store. Um, please do check it out. Um, as a result of that, we are not going to even do an app segment today. <laughs> this is the app that you should be downloading and and checking out. I mean, when all is said and done, when all is all said and done, like you you would want to sit back, look back, and and say, you know, you you you've done something monumental because yes. clearly this is this is a shift yes it is this is a shift because with everything that letty arts has done paving the way for a lot of 
you know us to understand why there's an industry in the first place and it's needed and everything else and everybody else who has been doing their their best with you know e-game and and all of that it seems this a, this is a remarkable shift because this is one of the very first we've seen of its kind when you look back when you sit down a couple of years from now 10 years whatever and you look back what what would you want to see um i'm hoping that probably that would be rwc volume 51 uh, when i have to look back and uh, and uh, hopefully it's something that you know can be like a business or company on its own where we are probably doing uh, you know online games and people are racing against each other and things like that so i'm looking at almost being as at the same level as uh, you know the big games are right now but i'm but because i'm comparing myself to what they're doing now i don't mm. know what they'll be doing then mm. so i'm hoping that whatever this is hopefully when i have to look back i would probably be in a, in a position where we can say that uh, yes we remembered when we woke up on saturday and this thing just just off, blew, yeah. blew, blew our mind neo kante from east Legon says please ask he calls you nasto yeah <laughs> really that's your name it's dinasto but i think you know the game when the game starts that's yeah. what you see <laughs> easy. um if you can log in from multiple platform phones or mo- yeah, yes, you can yes, log in from multi- yes, multiple yes, platforms yeah, um, so like i said um it's there's no it, there's there's no server mm. so it's just like a direct login you can download on as many phones as possible nice and just nice yeah. nutty fafa from our flowers says hi kudos to you i've downloaded the game and i can say it's amazing we need more updates to make it sleek waiting for a football game from you sir is a ghana thing we will support it sharp sharp hashtag rwc um volume one be guy <laughs> um Fafa, thank you so much for that um shodinga says dinasto I've, I've i just downloaded your game and it's dope keep pushing my guy that's a very interesting emoji at the end um more vim d um dude i'm so proud of you keep soaring higher i know he's going to do great things okay this is someone i know <laughs> definitely liz dude you Yo, come what's up, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so uh, more messages coming in the game is amazing that's coming from um liz um, from vivo class of vivo class of 2015 <laughs> um Yes, clearly from the laugh you can see that there's a lot of love there. Um, how can we find him on social media? I need to learn certain things from him. That's coming from Evans from Mister Gone at the Dinasto. At the Dinasto. So that's how you can find him. The Airway guy or that Airway guy says, "Awesome work, Dinasto. Waiting on that update that will depict how casual drivers will yell at each other during a race. Maybe some local dialects won't be bad. I like that idea." <laughs> That's why we'll probably be um, the insults volume, <laughs> volume twenty-two. When, I know, when, right? when we've gotten people to a certain level to know what the what the various you know shouts and everything are. Uh, more messages coming through. Dinasto is a great guy. Worked together at Vivo. What you're seeing now is just a bit of what he's made up of. Keep it up, bro. That's coming yeah. from Andrew. Andrew, my big boss. Yes, indeed. Um, great work. Great work. There. Lots of messages still coming through. Um, it's good to see it's a good game but the street names are too american that's coming from sikaba from choco yeah they're placeholders um, okay. we are going to replace them so we, we didn't want to touch it yeah 
better not to touch it. Just in yes, case yes, the release yes, goes somewhere. Yes. So yes. definitely, like you said, there are going to be 14 updates. Yeah, today. Today, 14, today. Today, today, 14 updates. Can you tell us about some of the updates we're going to see? Tilt, button, nitro, music, map. Uh, so you either choose automatic or you choose manual. Hey, who drives in manual? Yeah, well, well, some of the comments that I got, people wanted to see a paddle who, and a break. Who, who the wants to play this thing in manual? So I just I'm it's like, okay. Just put it there. If you want it, carry it's go. Okay. So that's it. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Someone wants to play game in manual. No, be small. Charlie. <laughs> people are trying. Oh, I can't even. Anyway, um. So yeah. Um. Um. Someone is asking once again, what's the name of the game? Um, RWC Racing Volume One. That's it. Please do go check it out um, on whichever Play Store. Um, um, Aquia, I hope that's the name. Go, Dina. Um, Aquia um, is saying on Twitter, Game Lee. Game Lee on Twitter says, For the first time, I'm proud I'm going to buy stuff in a game. Thank you at Dinasto. That's coming from Game the, Lee. The, the emotional manipulation is Chale, working. chale, chale. <laughs> Bell, Bell, Lady Bell says we are proud of you, Dinasto. Um, lots of um, kudos um, coming to you, obviously, for a great game that you've put together. Um, so, yeah, um, these, these comments are quite a lot. Um, we have gone through quite a number of them. Someone says, Nuti Fafa is adding, we need Stoneboy's music. Anyway, we'll come to those little bits in the updates that will come. Um, people want to feature you on their blogs and things like that. Um, so they can follow you on Twitter, like you said, at sure. The Dinasto. It's the same on Instagram as well. Brilliant. So you can please follow him. Let him have your feedback. Um, Give him, give him all the necessary support and the push that he needs because this is our game, like you said. It is our game, and we it's need to project. push our game. So yeah. let's let's push let's push this one as a community, as a tech fraternity. Um, Dinasto, thank you so much. Any final words before you leave us? Uh, I am grateful. Uh, I still am really wondering what's happening on social media with the buzz and the excitement. I am grateful. I'm humbled. I'm hoping that uh, together we can figure this game out and we'll end up having a product. Hopefully by the end of the year that is good enough to, you know, rub shoulders with some of the big games. So thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you heard the man. You heard the man. Let's support it. Let's support it. Let's keep supporting it. Check it out. RWC Racing, Racing Volume, Volume 1, one the on Android and everywhere. iOS everywhere. So so grateful we didn't leave iOS people out. <laughs> anyway, so um, coming up next is the trending segment, and Mr. S- Mr. Entry is the one who brings us that. Take it away, Mr. Entry. Thank you, Philip, and I welcome you all to the week's set of trending stories in the technology ecosystem. This week, I bring you stories from the fintech space, some news in 5G development, and the gaming industry. To our first story of the week, sending and receiving money on WhatsApp is now a reality as WhatsApp launches payments in Brazil. So now WhatsApp users in Brazil can now send and receive money in the WhatsApp app. According to WhatsApp, the payment service is currently free for customers. That means you are not going to pay any commission uh, when you use the payment service as a customer. However, businesses pay 3.99% processing fee to receive payments. To use the WhatsApp payment service, you would have to link your WhatsApp account to your Visa or MasterCard credit or debit card. According to WhatsApp, they've built an open model which is going to welcome more partners in the future. 
which is also good news for local fintech companies in countries WhatsApp Pay will operate. Moving on to some 5G news, the U.S. Commerce Department has amended Huawei's ban to allow the development of 5G standard. So the U.S. Commerce Department has introduced a new rule, which is essentially to allow U.S. companies to share information about technologies in 5G in order to develop a joint standard without requiring an export license. This attempt, according to the U.S. Commerce Department, is to develop a more streamlined standard for 5G technology, along with Huawei, which has been one of the primary forces in the development of 5G technology. Now to something for gamers. Sony unveiled a new PS5 last week, a super sleek console design, which unfortunately puts Xbox Series X in the router zone. The new PS4 console comes with a separate HD camera accessory and a matching pulse 3D headset, which features 3D audio. According to sources, the new PS5 is likely to cost 3,244 CDs for the standard and 2,594 CDs for the digital edition. Before I go, there's some great news for Microsoft 360 subscribers who use Excel. Now, you can connect your bank account, credit card, investment or loan accounts to your Excel and you can now import transactions and account information directly into a spreadsheet account in your excel uh, this new feature is called money in excel which is going to help you track your budgets and personal finances according to microsoft this is all for the week you can follow me on twitter at oyentry over to you philip It's now time to dive into our second reality check. And um, the president announced a couple of weeks ago, a couple of days ago, actually, with an update about um, social distancing and, you know, how many people are supposed to go into a church at a particular time. Um, talked about, you know, church management and um, basically having a way of assessing who comes in at what time so we can ensure that you know there's enough social distancing um, being exercised in the various churches and religious um, gatherings and things like that so it's 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 got us thinking on the team as to what is out there that's helping churches especially uh, maintain their social distancing um, religious other religious bodies are also you know using their own options that are available but um, we know that there are quite a number of um, platforms that have been created already um, that is supposed to help um, churches manage their affairs um, one of such um, platforms is asoriba um, now nana prempe is a co-founder and head of payments at asoriba um, we just want to touch base with him quickly to to get a sense of what is happening within you know that that space the church management software space and um, what's working what's not working what are some of the challenges um especially with the announcement about um, some platform being developed to help you know churches and event managers you know 
sort of regulates the number of people who are coming in and things like that. We want to touch base with Anna Prempe and find out exactly what's happening in his space because today's edition, like I said, is the Reality Check edition. Now, now, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you, Philip, for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Well, we are excited to have you. So, so Nana, what is the reality or on the ground with church management software and people like you who have been involved in this space for so long? Is the reality that are churches actually using these platforms to help manage the way they 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 handle their affairs and things like that especially within this pandemic season you would actually expect that a lot more of them will be more enthusiastic about your services please paint us a picture of what the reality is on the ground yeah so philip that's exactly what's happening i mean you, you just said it, um, um in, in your statement that a church is using the solution um solutions to monitor attendance um and are they using to, technology to receive payment that is exactly what is happening so just to put it in context, the, the night that the president said that every um, church who wants to resume have to track attendance, it put me in a frenzy. I didn't see that night. I had to sit up and just put together some few content to explain to the churches who are already on our platform. And by the way, we have over 500,000 members on our platform and their churches to understand how they could use what we have for exactly that. So it was exciting to know that they were actually looking for the solution. And somehow, some way, we'd already built this many years ago. And uh, yeah, I'll give you a very good example of a church that has started service and how the technology is helping them. Reverend is to the Anaba and Fountain Gate Chapel, Borga. And he's very active on social media, streaming all the services throughout the lockdown. And in touch with his IT manager, they were able to configure and set up their USSD. The USSD was many people called short code, right? That's everyone for satisfaction. They're able to check in people there, the hundred for every service. And what we have done on our platform is once people are registering or checking for service, at hundred it basically cuts and tells them that register for the next service and automatically assigns people seats. So the church literally doesn't have to do doesn't have to do anything. They don't have to think through it. They just have to just um take the existing USSD option, turn on attendance monitoring, what's the future in our CIM, and start monitoring attendance. And we're excited to know that, you know, it's really working for them, and it's making work super easy for um, a lot of the churches. So um, beyond attendance monitoring in terms of the church management software has been the digital donations. We have grown threefold for our transactions online as the COVID hit and as the churches are also resuming. Many people are using um, digital channels, particularly ours on both USSD, WhatsApp. I just had the news that WhatsApp has introduced payments. We already introduced payments earlier this year. So WhatsApp payments and payment links, Facebook and, and, and free websites with payment links embedded. And it's exciting to know that these technology have not been embraced by the churches. And initially it was very tough to get them on, but when COVID hit, it made it easy. So I hope this gives you a picture of what really has happened since COVID and since the government's request that churches begin to keep attendance and data of everyone. Yeah, it, it does. But you, you, I, I mean, I followed a lot of your conversation as well with some of your frustrations over the period. Can you, can you push, can you basically let us know what some of those frustrations are? Yes, yeah, some of the frustrations were that we have been in a space for a very long time, you know, seven churches. So we were hoping that the fact that tool would have been um, a sorry but to help churches um, you know, monitor attendance. It's okay that there were other solutions that came out to use 
um, that were recommended to be used for attendance, and that's fine. Um, what we've also done, and we're excited that, as a matter of fact, through the um, Ministry of Communication funding and Ghana Tech, we, we were able to build a new tool called Contact Tracer to help um, non-religious organizations to check in. And that is an indirect way the Ministry of Communication has actually also helped local talents to build solutions. But that is yet to be, um, you know, um, taken up aggressively by many um, organizations. We've sent some letters there and we've you know, talked about it. And I believe that in due time, it will be given a chance to, to you know, a local bread technology solution that has been used for many years will be given a chance to be used at scale. And I'm excited because the, the funding or the grant to respin off a solution like that came from the World Bank with the Ministry of Communications funding Ghana Tech Lab and all the people there who are so supportive. Um, particularly for churches who have still not adapted the solution, irrespective of the <laughs> all the noise we've made, the emails, marketing campaigns, I think uh, what is happening is um, many churches actually think technology tends to be expensive. And the frustration comes when you tell them, look, do you know that below 100 is free and you don't have to pay anything to use our check-in solution and our payment solution, our entire CRM? Um, sometimes our voice may, be not, may not be far-reaching, and that is one of the biggest frustrations because um, you know you need to make so much noise to get your services, no matter how good they are out there. And so the frustration too has been the ability to you know, muscle up that um, power needed to push and let people be aware that you have the solution. That's why I'm very grateful and excited that you have me on this show because it gives us a voice to tell people what we have. And final challenge is that um, a lot of times people go like, oh, the churches, they won't be able to use technology only familiar with I'm saying that is not true. So uh, we basically segment churches into three, right? You have the very forward-looking churches that can even use technology, the middle guys who will adapt when the strong guys do, and then the largest who will probably come down it later. But typically, the, the idea that the church will not adapt technology is not true. And we saw it in COVID, how rapidly most churches were getting on board our digital channel. And specifically, the name is My Church Me. And um, that, that stereotype tends to often also affect decision-making because they think, oh, our members will not be able to use it. It's too complicated. And once they launched and they see how everybody's able to use it, they go like, wow, our assumptions were wrong. Our church members are actually regular Ghanaians, and most Ghanaians have smartphones and future phones, and they can do at least USSD. So even if they will not use their smartphone after scan, they will still use it. So these are the three challenges that we face. That is that is a, a, a quite a, an interesting list there. And I'm just wondering... Um, so now, where where do you go from here? Because we we clearly see, you know, there's some, like you said, there was some, there's been some effort from government to help, you know, sort of get you guys into the space and then get you a little more influential as well with some of the churches. But where do you guys move from here? Because clearly, it's not been an easy journey so far, and it doesn't look like it's going to get any easier um, um, from here on. But what do the next couple of years look like for a platform like yours? So Asoriba has become a, a household name, okay? The next, the future for us is, I'll say, my church pay and Asoriba um, as an alternative solution for church management. My church pay because we found that the core of a lot of challenges that the church 
Fisher tries to solve beyond preaching the gospel of salvation is helping needy people in the community, founding their churches, and being able to help the church effectively raise funds and support people financially is critical. I mean, over the six years, that's what we've come to learn. So my church pay, which is a two-year application, that's basically a payment solution that's been prior now, sorry about, has now and very soon will be launching, be providing free health and life insurance cover for for church members who use a sorry about my church pay to make donations. And that is so powerful because what that means is that that guy who will take his last two series or five series to give to God because he has faith is is getting something in return, is getting some form of support, life and health cover, so that in the worst case scenario, even if the church doesn't have enough, there will be some form of protection for him um, in the worst case scenario. And, and the reason why we are doing this, and by the way, this is cost to our company. We are doing it with a partner. I can't say now because we are just yet to launch the reason why we are doing this is because we understand and we value the principle of give and it shall be given unto you. And we know that you know, when people give, God provides for them in different ways. And one of the ways is using our platform to provide health and life cover for church members who just give. And it's, it's free. I mean, we do it free. It's a cost to us. But because we value and appreciate the work of the church and the church needs help, people think the church has so much money, but a lot of money goes back to support the members. We are going to, in the future, provide this. I mean, this is in a few days and weeks uh, week to come. It will be launched for every single member who gives to his church. And I think that is going to be revolutionary. That's going to transform the idea of giving and the value of giving. So for us, that's really the future. Church management will still be, will still be core and critical. And many churches will use it, hopefully, for free. A lot of banks have, are taking our platforms to provide for their church segment because we build an end-to-end solution. So you can name Many of the top banks, the, I, the, I mean, the forward-looking innovative banks already are rolling out for their churches at lightning speed. And the future is exciting for us, and we believe by God's grace and God's help, we'll be able to drive some impact. Well, Nana, um, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much um, for giving us um, a pretty good picture, reality checking um, with um, software um, um, for church, basically, management and everything else. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Philip. I really appreciate this. God bless you. Well, it's now time for us to get into your tech. Now, this um, segment is dedicated to those of you who might be having a couple of issues, you know, with the technology around you. It could be a laptop, it could be a mobile phone, it could be a printer, it could be anything really so far as it is tech enabled um if you're having a challenge with it just let us know um send us a whatsapp 0549986996 and we will get back in touch with you so we can hear more about your problem and then basically find a solution to it because other people might be in the same situation that you are so um ellen ellen is the one who is in charge of this particular segment so ellen please take it away good evening phil i hope you are fine I hope everyone listening to us today is fine. I hope everyone is home and is safe and is doing okay. One of my personal people got to me this week. Her name is Miriam from Malam. And basically she was complaining about how messed up her phone is at the moment. And her main issue is she wants to retrieve her pictures and her videos from her phone. But she's not able to so she needs help with that. So let's listen. I have... 
um a samsung s8 and it got cracked and it fell into water so when it fell into water the screen went blank it got black i can't see anything but then when a call comes through it rings but it's black so i can't see but my main problem is i used to back up on google photos my pictures but at a point in time i wasn't backing up and now that the screen is black is there any possible way i can retrieve my pictures i know it sounds a bit odd but then maybe there, there could be another way i could retrieve my pictures so fortunately we always city trends always has a solution for our listeners for our people so miriam there you go miriam if you can still receive calls from your phone despite the screen being blank it means that you can access the phone through a computer what i would advise is that download and install samsung keys software onto your laptop it will give you access to your data just follow the instructions connect your phone to your pc by usb and it should do the trick i hope this works for you all the best so i hope this was helpful you can always get back in touch with us if there's anything else you would want to know i hope this helped anyone else with this situation as well kindly get in touch with me on twitter the handle is eadapa the dapa is d-a-p double a-h get in touch with me let's talk whatever issue you have with your gadgets slide into my dms and let's help you out And so this is where we draw the curtains down on today's show. It's been fantastic. It's been amazing. Love the feedback from everyone. And I do hope that um, you get onto, you know, the two platforms that we brought to you today. Um, RWC Racing Volume 1 and uh, sorry about those are the two platforms that we did our reality check with. Um, I do hope you've learned quite a bit, especially for those of you who are looking at um, getting into the game development. I do hope you've picked up a thing or two. Um, but that is where we draw the curtains. A big thank you to everyone um, to, who tuned in, to um, all the members of the team as well. Big shouts to them. And um, the show will be available as a podcast first thing tomorrow morning. So please do look out for it. Take a second listen. Um, and um, whatever you do, just remember that till next week, stay techie.